0: Welcome to The Palette, the podcast about language learning and teacher training by International House London. My name's Ted, and in today's episode, I'll be chatting with the business development manager for Asia, Jamie, who is from London and wants to share his experiences, tips, and highlights of the city. Hi, Jamie. How are you doing? Yeah, not too bad, Ted. How are you? Yeah, I'm very good, thank you. Um, thank you for joining the pod today. Um, in today's episode, we're just going to be talking a little bit about London and what makes it such a great city to, uh, you know, come visit or study in. Um, so, yeah, so just, first of all, just to kick it off, can you give us three words that come to mind when you to describe London?
1: Sure, yeah. Um, so for me, I think diverse, uh, historic, and probably unique. Uh, there's no city. I've I've done a fair bit of travelling, but there's no city that I've been to. Definitely not in Europe, which has the same mix of people who live and grow up together side by side so easily as uh, as it is in London. I mean, um, you know, you can live next door to someone from a part of the world you didn't know existed. So differences between each other is uh are pretty non existent when you grow up here together. Everyone's a Londoner. It doesn't matter where you're from or who you are. Um so yeah, I think diverse, we are I think one of the most multicultural cities in the world. And and that shows when you're here it's refreshing and uh it's really lovely to meet, you know, new people from different cultures and backgrounds. And um as I say, historic, there is so much history to soak up um, you know the landmarks and the architecture around the city they just speak a thousand words so you know whether you're into going out clubbing or raving or you just want to you know um, soak up some of the history and some of the the atmosphere you can you can do that in London so I, I would say that diverse historic and, and unique.
0: Cool fantastic yeah no, I, I completely agree yes yeah, it's, it's crazy how you can be one street and then you you know go to the next street and you're in in Chinatown and you feel like you're yeah. in a completely different world it's yes yeah, the the beauty of london and um said so is there a favorite time of year uh, for you in london do you prefer summer
1: spring Ooh, autumn uh, well, winter that's a good question I, I think it's um it it's the sign of a good city when you appreciate every time of the year Honestly, like I think, um, you know, I've been I've been to Seoul uh, in Korea. I go there quite often. Um, You know, been to the Philippines and different places, and uh, places like Seoul, for example, where you have, uh, you know, lots of the the seasons are very stark. They're very different in contrast between winter and and uh, summer, etc. But London, we we don't like the rain. No one does. We put up with it all the time in the UK. But for me, I would have to say probably autumn or spring. I think that. It's just the right weather to get out there and enjoy the city. And, you know, you might be lucky enough not to need an umbrella at that time of year. So I think the the, the weather's fantastic. It's a nice time to get out and about. And there's always activities going on uh, during that time. Summer for me, it, it, it depends whether it's too hot <laughs> and uh, like it is at the moment, people are suffering yeah. in 40 degree heat. Um, but, you know, I would say, yeah, autumn or spring would be the best time to walk around, enjoy the city. Um, you know and, and wear a t-shirt and a, and a light jacket nice and nice and airy and comfortable
0: yeah they are like se- early early september or kind of late september is a good month actually isn't it exactly yeah, yeah. even even day.
1: april kind of leading into the summertime as well and spring is lovely you know just around my birthday time <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> no, well, no, well yeah no that ma- that makes that makes sense obviously that makes <laughs> sense
0: <laughs> and you kind of you mentioned that there are like various events going on like during those seasons is there yeah. An events in London that you particularly enjoy the most?
1: Yeah, yeah, there is. Um, there's always things to get involved with in London. Um, I've, I've been to London, the Carnival, Notting Hill Carnival, quite a few times. Um, I grew up in a Jamaican area of London, so we were talking earlier about different areas ha- uh, have their own pockets of culture. And, um, you know, my area was very Cockney, uh, which is, you know, a, a traditional culture of, of london uh, and also jamaican so it was it was very lively um and carnival reflects that that culture as well so it's set in the backdrop of, of london walking through notting hill and west london um you know appreciating caribbean culture it's got good food to get stuck into as well so i usually go to that because lots of my friends and lots of the people that mm. i grew up with um invite me to that which is which is good fun um watching the fireworks at new year's is i think one of my favorite things mm. so um, I used to live just close uh to the riverside near near waterloo and, and Lambeth North and um, it's you get really good views from the riverside of the fireworks at new year's um, so that 's that 's really lovely to watch uh, and I love films so we 've got the London Film Festival as well so if anyone 's really kind of into their movies like I am then uh, that 's a good one to go to i think that 's usually at the South Bank centre um, just off the riverside. And um, one that I really enjoyed, this is probably going to sound a little bit weird, but um, I'm not sure I should say this. It might be a bit embarrassing, but the Ideal Home Exhibition. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Don't don't ask ask me why, but I went to the Ideal Home Show Exhibition. I've been twice now. And for some reason, it was just really interesting. They've got all these um, these kind of decorated Ideal Homes as the name uh, sort of hints. Uh, You can walk inside and, you know, see all this... uh, i i honestly can't explain it it's something you need to go to it literally is the ideal home exhibition but it's more interesting than it sounds <laughs> even yeah. for someone who takes no pride in the state of his house um you know it, it's it's interesting it's good to see how the other half live i think
0: yeah yeah i think i'd, I'd be a bit scared to go and then look at the state of my own home but, <laughs> but yeah exactly. okay very very interesting selection Uh, next, next question I've got for you, Jamie. Uh, is there a favourite museum you have in in London?
1: Oh, now that that is a that is a difficult question to to answer. There are so many. I've got so many favourites. London's packed with good museums. Lots of them are free as well, which is one of the big reasons I tell people that they have to come and visit because you can soak up so much culture and so much history and uh, all for free. You know, you don't need to pay anything, and that's a really really good thing about London. Mm. Um, I think one of my favorites personally is the London Maritime Museum. Um, mm. I've got good memories of going there with my granddad. So it's quite near to where he grew up, uh, and it's quite close to other cool places. So you've got Greenwich market just around the corner, uh, the observatory, uh, just up on the hill and the Cutty Sark as well, which is the, the, you know, the big Naval ship just around the corner there. So I love to see, and, uh, you know, my, my family, they grew up working on the docks and grew up in, in the local area in Deptford and Southeast mm-hmm. London. So for me, it's kind of, you know, I guess like a f- sort of feel back to my roots a little bit and, um, but you know, there's really nice places around there to visit and, uh, so yeah, London maritime museum, I would, I would say I quite enjoyed that, you know, if you're interested in the sea and sort of naval history, things like that, that was, that was good. Hmm. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. I definitely need to need to go.
0: I haven't been there yet. It's, it's a good um, area,
1: even just for the food. If you want to go to Greenwich Market, it's a little bit like Borough Market, but smaller. It's got, you know, a mm. little taste of different things. You've got Korean food there you can try, a Mexican food store and things like that. So it's a nice little and, and really good. Oh, they have uh, in Greenwich Market, just around the corner, they have a pie and mash shop, which is very British. Mm. So uh, they're dying now. It's a dying trend in London, pie and mash shops. They used to have quite oh, a few. Yeah. There's still one in Peckham, which is where I, I grew up and went to school. And um, they've they've got one in Greenwich Market, uh, just round the corner from Greenwich Market. Pie and mash, traditional British staple food. There.
0: Oh, that's oh that sounds class. Yeah, any listeners definitely get a pie and mash if you if you ever come to London. You're not alone um,
1: unless you do. And jelly deals yeah. as well if you can stomach it
0: oh yeah maybe start with the, the pie and mash and then yeah make, <laughs> make your way <laughs> yeah, through there. build up um, okay and um i think you kind of answered this this question um but what type of food do you enjoy eating in london do you have like a favorite restaurant or place to mm. eat out i know you mentioned greenwich market but mm. do any places come to
1: mind yeah I mean there's there's too many places to enjoy. London's fantastic. I mean I would say I've I've heard two things. I've heard criticism about British food which which hits me, hits my soul. I, it always makes me feel bad. But I've also heard people say they love it. Now I think if I'm being honest you have to go outside of London on a little trip on the weekend to really enjoy good British food. Uh but what London does really well is international food. I mean, you can choose everything from Filipino, Korean, Nigerian, Jamaican, you know, Indian, everything. There's really, really good five-star sort of restaurants down to little hole-in-the-walls in in markets, which still serve excellent quality food. Um, But I would probably say a rare, I say rare, I don't like to eat too much of it, um, but a guilty pleasure is an English breakfast at a traditional English cafe somewhere Mm -hmm. probably near my hometown. I think that's a... That's that's you know something I would do on a on a cheeky day. Um, but if I have a favourite restaurant, there's so many things to recommend. Soho has fantastic restaurants. Um, Flat Iron does great steaks, which mm. aren't too expensive uh, for the quality that you get. Fantastic quality uh, meat there japes just down the road from there i think on either i think it's poland street or wardour street or somewhere just around the corner there in soho does probably one of the best pizzas i've ever had they've got like a chicago deep dish style pizza cooked with all fresh ingredients it's it's fantastic and then a honest burger as well it's probably one of my favorite burgers in the city you can get that in brixton my hometown or you can get that in soho really really good uh burgers there they can cook them how you like them so uh th- there's there's so many things you can you can try there i mean it's got everything you know london it's so difficult to pick one oh
0: yeah well it's we're recording this podcast just about 10 in the morning and i'm already absolutely <laughs> famished just <laughs> just talking about this food but yeah no, you're very, very true there's, i mean there's we're very spoiled for choice with the amount of good restaurants and cuisines we, we have in in London so we're very very lucky um okay next uh, question for you Jamie um, do you have a favorite monument building or landmark in the city
1: um yeah I mean you know what this is gonna sound really typical kind of like a tourist um, but probably Big Ben um <laughs> i mm. i just think it's iconic i think it's brilliant i know right now they i think they still have the um the sheeting over the top of it with that they're repairing it and restoring it but um when it when it is available to see it's yeah it's one of my favorite landmarks in the city to look at i mean i was born right next to the river i'm a, I'm a proper londoner and um I, I walked around central london a lot when i was growing up so for me the best view in the city is right there on westminster bridge you know with the houses of parliament london i mm. add into the view as well so it, i think everything kind of along the south bank there you've got a lot of good monuments and landmarks to to check out all the way up to tower bridge um you know that's i think they're they're really good areas to explore
0: yeah, I mean, yeah, you could just stroll around the, the river all, all day, really. There's just so many landmarks there. Uh, it's, yeah, one of the best walks you can do. Um, and do you have any favourite parks in London?
1: Yeah, I'm, I kind of, I like the underdogs. Um, so there, there's loads of little kind of pockets of London. What London does really well is is parks, actually. From a really small one, you can just kind of leave your office if you're working or leave your school if you're studying and just go and sit in a little park and read. Um, and, and what I love about London's parks is they're, You know, I don't want to say that London is chaotic, but it is a very busy city. Lots of people there. Um, Sometimes it can get a bit stifling being in such a busy city if you're not used to that. Mm. Um, So the little parks that are just off the main roads are, you know, kind of a nice respite away from that um, to sit down, read a book or just chill out, have your lunch. So for me, uh, in terms of famous parks, I think St. James's Park is my underdog that's my choice just near Westminster and Trafalgar Square that's probably my favorite it's not as busy as its larger neighbors like Hyde Park and and Regents Park but it's got a lovely little lake there and uh, again there's loads of history to soak up nearby I think there's a serpentine river trail you can walk and um, you know Buckingham Palace if you want to is not too far of a walk to Green Park and things like that so yeah I'll probably say St James's Park is picturesque and it's not as busy as the rest.
0: Yeah, no, that's a very, very good shout. Yeah, I absolutely love St. James's Park and yeah, not too far from, from the school either. Yeah, and you said, yeah, you enjoy like escaping, reading, reading in the parks and you've spoken a lot about, you know, what you like to eat and stuff. But yeah, what is your like ideal weekends in, in London? What do you do in your free time?
1: Well, if you can rip me away from my video games, um, when food. I do like to appreciate the city, um, as you can as you can tell, as we've talked about, I eat a lot of food, Ted. So I need mm. to circumvent that with a lot of walking. So <laughs> for me, <laughs> I love walking across the city. I absolutely love checking out new neighborhoods and places, even I haven't been before. You know, I, I was born in London, raised there, um, and you know, walked nearly all of the streets from north, west, east to south. And um, I do, but. I do have a soft spot for Central London and South Bank. There's just so much atmosphere to soak up there. So many places that you can see that you just take one turn down a strange road and you found something beautiful that you've you've never found before. Um, So, I mean, uh, lots of my sort of family and ancestors, if you like, were market sellers and they worked on the docks and things like that, as I told you. So I like the riverside. Places like Brixton and E Street Market in Woolworth Road, uh, very cultural kind of places for me to go to to pick up a few things uh, for shopping. I would say having having a good walk. I once walked, um, I think from South London, I think from Campbellwell all the way up to East Ham. Um, uh, that was a that was a long long walk. It took the entire day, um, but it it just goes to show there are so many things to see on your way there. And each area has its own flavour. Each area's got its own feel, its own look. There's uh, there's not many cities in the world that can do that. You know, you, like you said yourself, you feel like you're going from one place to a completely different one. Um, so that, that's kind of what I like to do in my free time. I like walking and, of course, finding new places to eat as well. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, that, that kind of says it all, really, that,
0: you know, you've grown up in London and spent a lot of your life here, but there's still areas that you can can still discover. So that's yeah. the beauty of London, isn't it? That
1: is. Um, I mean, it's a, it's a lot like International House as well. I mean, our school is is right on uh, kind of a little enclave. It's in the middle of all the, the big sites. You've got Oxford Street just around the corner for the shopping. You've got... Um, Covent Garden there for all the independent shops and the boutique sellers and nice restaurants. And you've got theater shows just down the road. So it's busy all around you, but we're on this this small kind of quiet road, which uh, is just tucked off the main street as you know and it's just a lovely little place we've got a beautiful kind of uh japanese cherry blossom tree outside the the building which Mm. just looks so out of place but it fits well it's it's that london feel and it's a beautiful old street old building and yeah it's just i think it's a really really good place to uh to chill out explore and shop and eat it's got everything
0: yeah yeah no, we're very lucky to yeah be located so centrally Mm. um and yeah so for for the any students coming to london or, or you know tourists what what are some tips you'd give give to them when they're visiting
1: okay well uh first of all get yourself the oyster card and mm, uh, yeah. help yourself help yourself around the city there to uh, that's the pass to get you on the trains and the buses and things like that you're going to need that uh if you don't like walking like i do um but i have got one little strange tip um i I've, I've always worked with visitors and tourists uh who who come to london i've got a lot of friends international friends who visited the city And this is a really weird tip, right? But I always tell people to look up when they're in the city. I know it sounds strange, but it can be busy with a lot of people walking the streets and people sometimes are only looking directly in front of them or, you know, looking at the floor to watch where they're walking, right? But if you just stop and just look up occasionally you can really surprise yourself and see things that you've never noticed before even if you've lived there a long time that it might be a stone gargoyle on a building it could be a statue or a monument that you've Mm -hmm. never seen before or it could be a window which has something freaky that someone's positioned in it (laughs) that that you never thought would be there but just look up it's a really strange tip but when you are walking the streets of especially central london near the school um you know you will see things that, that surprise you and um and if you're into your architecture and you know the way buildings look and the gothic um, looks to the place which is which is still there then that's something to do um, another little tip again I've mentioned the South Bank but it's just I, I keep going back to that it's essential from Westminster Bridge to Tower Bridge walk that and uh, you I think you will just soak it up so much there it's a really really good place mm, oh absolutely fantastic tips
0: actually yeah that's a very good one about um, looking, looking up, up. actually it's, I think it's <laughs> yeah. quite, quite easy particularly if you're in London and, and you live here to like kind of get your head down when you're commuting and kind of just going from a to b but actually yeah, if you're coming and visiting the city for the first time yeah make sure to like look up and soak it all in because yeah you never know what to expect when you turn around the corner and you know you look up so mm. yeah great tips jamie thank you very much and um final question for you um why should students choose to study in london
1: yeah, well, there, there is no city like London. As we've said, it's got the history, it's romantic and beautiful to look at. Um, it's got every activity for every type of person, whether you wanna go to an outdoor swimming pool, uh, to a lake, to parks for picnics with your friends, big music events meet famous people you can often find just walking into shops Um, you know I've met quite a lot of them on my travels around London whatever you're interested in you can find it here in London so it's a busy city like we said but there's so many pockets of calm where you can just reflect and think and I think for students who want to study here that's a really important thing to be able to you know when you're in the classroom of course you enjoy it you're with your friends and your classmates and uh, you know it's a wonderful experience and you love your teacher and the relationships that you build there but when you leave the school as well uh, you want to have that that true kind of British feeling and, and London gives you that, you know, even though it's in t- international or multicultural, it's got a very British feel to it and the parks and the places that you can go and sit down, it just, it gives you a nice sort of area to to rest and reflect on where you are, how far you've come and, uh, and, you know, hopefully practice some of the English that you that you want to learn when you come to London as well. So you're guaranteed to find people that you like there. So, you know, the social experience is brilliant. Um, There's loads of bars, loads of clubs to visit as well, Um, social activities that you can get involved with, especially with International House. Um, You know, we have lots and lots of activities that are going on that that people can join. So I I just think it's a really well situated city. If you want to go to other European cities in just a few hours, you can do that from London as well, by train or plane, Uh, quite cheap as well. You can go to Spain for about 20 or 30 pounds if you book early, you know, wherever you want to visit. I think London is is a good place and a good base to do that from uh, in Europe. I mean, I was born here and although I love traveling, absolutely love visiting different countries, I'm proud to be a Londoner. I mean, we welcome everybody here. So, you know, I just think it is the best and natural choice for students who want to study. Oh, wow. Yeah, Jamie, you've really
0: summed it up perfectly there. And I think, yeah. That is why London is the the best city in the world. I, I think we it's can both agree best. with that. Um, we we are cocky, but it's for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. And uh, well, yeah. While we could, you know, spend all day talking about out London, I think we'll we'll wrap it up there. But thank sure. you very much for your time, Jamie. It's been great well, hearing well, about your tips and experiences of the city, and <laughs> I'm sure the listeners will, you know, great, greatly appreciate it. So thank you very much for your time. I hope so. Thank you so much. Cheers, Ted.